Welcome to Healthy Roots with Amethyst Health, where we're all about exploring the root cause of our disease, illness, conditions and symptoms, finding ways to support our body, mind and soul through these situations to live a healthier, happy life. My ethos is simple, health and happiness. Welcome to our conversation series. Welcome to Healthy Roots with Amethyst Health. I am Margaret and today I'm going to be having a chat with Ashleen McDonough. I've known Ashleen now for a few years and have seen her light shine through many different aspects in her life, through her healing and through her work. She has helped so many others to see their own beauty and direct them on their path. Based in County Mayo, Ashlyn is 40 years young and has been serving people in the restaurant sector for most of her life. She's a life coach and Reiki practitioner. Her passion is to help people reconnect with themselves and unlock their inner light. We know that sometimes we lose our light along our path and this is why Ashlyn feels that Reiki complements the way she coaches by unlocking that light within us. Ashley knows that it's now her time to serve people in a different way. When chatting with Ashley, I said, sure, we're in strange times. Let's make them stranger. Ashley's reply was, why not mix it up even more? I hope you enjoy our conversation as much as we did. Good morning, Ashley. Hi, Ashleen, and welcome to Healthy Roots at Amethyst Health. Hi, Margaret. How are you? I'm great. Super excited and thrilled and blessed to have you join me on our conversation series. How, how about you? How are you feeling about it? Yeah, really good. I was nervous about it, but really excited as well. And I was totally like, I was so excited when you asked me. I was like, whoa, I get to do a podcast. <laughs> and let's see where it brings us. Um, as I said on the introduction about what we had said, you know, I said in these strange times and then your comment was, yeah, let's mix it up even if more, you know, and you had a giggle about it. <laughs> and I love that because two crazies coming together make it amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Let's Ashley, see what happens. Exactly. Ashley, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners and just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Ashling. I am currently, well, I'm a restaurant manager, but we are half closed, half open as well at the moment. Um, I am 40. I trained as a life coach with the Irish uh, Life Coach Institute and I graduated in May. So, Congratulations. Yeah, so that's pretty amazing. And I'm a Reiki practitioner. Brilliant. Which, uh, I done with yourself, so I did, and yeah, so that's kind of my story. Um, I've been in the restaurant business for, I'd say, for nearly twenty years. So uh, yeah, I decided like last year was time for a change. Well, life was nudging me to change. We'll put it that way. So yeah, so it's good. And Ashton, you talk about reconnecting people with themselves and unlocking their inner light through using the combination of life coaching and being a Reiki practitioner. For the people that are listening that don't understand our language and how we describe things, how would you put that into um, layman's terms or somebody that is only starting to open up to this side of things? How would you explain that to them? 
Yeah, because it can be pretty daunting to people. So it can, you know, as you said, we use words sometimes that, you know, people just wouldn't get like. And I totally understand because when I was starting off, I was like, oh, no, what am I doing? Where am I at? But for me, with the life coaching is really just helping people to take control of themselves again and find out what's right for them. Yeah. And, and to reconnect with themselves, like because we've all lost ourselves, you know, at some stage through the years, like I know definitely I have, like, and I didn't know what I want. I didn't even know what made me happy, like. Yeah. And I really, really work with my clients, like a lot of people don't, they know there's something wrong, but they just don't know what it is, like. And a lot of it is, you know, people don't know how to connect with themselves anymore or what even, I suppose the simple way, what makes them happy. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's so sad. Like I remember working with one of my first clients when we were doing pro bonos and she was, we were chatting away, like we were having a conversation and I just asked her, you know, what made her happy? And she couldn't answer it. Like she, and that, to me, that's really, really sad if we don't know what makes us happy because if yeah. we're not happy, we can't, you know, we can't live our true lives. We can't live to our true potential. Like, and, and you're you're not enjoying yourself, Ashley. My question to people a lot of the time would be, when was the last time you had a belly laugh? So like you, it's like people are looking at me going, a belly laugh. I'm like, yeah, uncontrollably laughing that you wake up the following morning and you feel like you've done a hundred sit-ups <laughs> and your belly is sore from oh. that. But they're like, I don't remember. They never remember even having that type of laugh. So like you, you know, that that joy in their life, that happiness. It, and, and it makes us sad that people haven't, they haven't experienced that recently or maybe even ever. And I suppose that's the connection within ourselves, that there is a time in our own lives that we felt like that as well. And that's what's brought us to wanting to help others find that again. Yeah, totally. Like, because I, when I started out uh, doing the course, Margaret, like, I, I didn't know what I even liked or didn't like. I, it was really strange. It really brought that up for me. And I, I saw this and then I saw it coming up when we were training, like, and when I was working with other clients, like, it, it is really as simple as what makes me happy. What would make me happy today? Not the I should do or I must do or I have to. What do I want? Like, what do I want for it's myself? Such, it's such a hard question, Ashling. though. You know, when we sit with it, it's simple. It's so, so simple. But when we sit with it, it's like, oh, my God, what does actually make me happy? Not the car, not the house, not this, not that. It's actually what makes me happy inside. And it is a hard question to sit with. So good on you for doing a course and sitting with it. Yeah, and it was the biggest thing. And it it comes up every time working with a client, like what would make you happy right now? And people, it's funny, actually, I had a conversation with my sister once and we were speaking about, you know, what makes you happy? And her definition, she gave her definition of it. And she said to me, well, is that not everyone's? And, yeah. I, and I was like, no, I said, for some people, it is the big house and the car outside. They're searching for this thing outside to make them happy. Yeah. When nobody else or nothing outside us can can make us happy, we have to do it ourselves. Like it's it's us. We're responsible for that, and we can't put that responsibility on anybody else either, because it's 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 too much. Like to make somebody responsible for our happiness, you know. 
well it's overwhelming and, and mm. but we do it at different stages in our lives you know I'd be happy if he loved me more or if she loved me more or if they treated me with respect when in actual fact it's ourselves treating ourselves with that respect loving yourself more and it's not the objects and and yes we see it in our work all the time where people go well if I got there in my work or if I got that house or if I met that person in my life to connect with I'd be happy but you can clearly see now when we sit um, with others holding that space that actually our happiness is completely from within ourselves. And even though it's cliche and people go, oh, here are the two, three hug- huggers are off again. Find <laughs> it within yourself. <laughs> but, you know, it is the truth. And Ashley, how do you feel that you can help somebody or, or what are the types of tools without without giving away too much of your work and how you actually work, but how, what could, kind of things do you get people to do to try find that happiness within themselves to unlock that inner light? Well, the first thing is, um, and I really discovered that people just want to be seen and heard. Yeah. And, and that, that's massive, like um, to actually really be heard and and I find people share with you things they have never said out loud in their lives. Like, and it's even a shock sometimes for themselves to even hear themselves say it. You know yeah. what they're saying. Like, and really listening and just listening, really, really listening and seeing the person. And just by asking questions. Um, the thing is, like, I don't tell anybody what to do. You know, that's the thing of kind of misconception about coaching. People say, oh, you know, well what will I do? You know, yeah, give me the list. <laughs> yeah this is it. Um, what can I do? And I'll go and do it and everything will be fine. And that's, as you know, this kind of work, that's not how it works. You you have to do the heavy lifting yourself as well. Yeah. And, and I, you know, it's not bad, but you, you kind of have to go inside, but it, I just help. I help the client to go inside, to dig that bit deeper. And it's usually through powerful questions. And sometimes it can be just one question. And, you can ask it or if you rephrase something back to somebody they they have said and they're like looking at you going did I actually say that and I was like these are your words you have said this like and you can see like almost like a light bulb moment in their face going did I really say that like and you can see them thinking so it just every client is different you know because as you know when you're going in to your treatment yourself you you just don't know what's going to happen so it's everything every time I meet with a client or speak with a client or work with them it's different it's it's different every time you know and it's just holding that space Ashley that's what I'm getting from you that you're holding that space and you know asking those thought-provoking questions to make them go within but also reiterating what they're saying um, and using it in your own unique way um, for them, as you say, to do the heavy lifting, it's like buying that gym membership and hoping to have that six pack or that um, beautiful body that we already have, but in the shape that you wanted in, but you never go to the gym. So it's like you have to go to the gym. So being in that safe and sacred space with you, but it's you need to work through it. And that's the person's job to do that. Yours is to hold the space. Uh, yeah. And it's like often something very, very small. And this is what I find. It's the small small little things that have the the biggest impact. I remember one of the first girls I started working with, I worked with her kind of four weeks. Like it, it, I always leave it down to the client how many sessions they want, you know, because it, it's, it, 
they're in control of everything. Like, so, you know, if she wants to do two, three, four, it's completely or him up to them. Yeah. But I remember coming in and I was only training at the time, like, and uh, this lady coming into me and her energy was just so sad and it was so, you could just see the unhappiness in her. And it was just, it was really, really sad. And I remember myself at the end of it thinking, oh God, you know, did she get anthem from this, you know, questioning it. And I suppose like the ego coming in, oh my God, did I even do this right? I was training at the time. Yeah. And two weeks later, she walked into the room and it was like a different person had just she just bounced in and I was like going wow I cannot wait to hear what um what she got up to like and it was such small changes that made a massive massive impact for her and it was her reconnecting with herself as she said like she'd forgotten so much but it was through the conversation and questions and she came up with little tasks for herself and often like the you at the end of a coaching session, there will be, you know, little tasks or something that you, you know, toned yourself accountable to me in our next meeting. There will be something, but every, every, every client is different. But as you said, it's holding the space and just being there yeah. listening and questions, questions, but it, questions. It sounds, just sounds like though, Ashling, say for that particular client that you opened up the door for her, it was the little things, but you opened up the door for her so she could, she could be more aware of what it was. And then either her setting her tasks or you helping her to find her, you know, to find the task that she's accountable to herself for. And this is the thing. It's to ourselves. It's not to the practitioner, not to you, not to me. It's to yourself when you're walking away that you're accountable. And and that's how we see the work, isn't it? That's how we get yeah. Ashley, what's one of the common myths about life coaching? As you said, people are looking for the answers and we, do, we don't have them where you're offering up that space. But is there something that you'd like to share with people to give them a better understanding or, or give them a better grip of like that? You've really explained it beautifully, but, you know, to give them a better grip of what it's all about between the recce and the life coaching for you. Okay, well, for me, I found the Reiki was life changing for me. So it was definitely when I went to Margaret. And when I started training a life coach, I was like, oh, no, this is like I had done my level one with you. And I was like, this just works so well together because you, the, the Reiki is such a beautiful energy and it's it's so powerful. So it is. And the coach and then it just it just really complements each other. It really does. You have the talk therapy, as you've called it before, and then after you have a treatment or just do one or the other, whichever. But the biggest um, misconception is like that, what I said, people kind of come in and say, well, what do you think I should do? And you just turn it back and I say, well, what do you think you should do? But yeah. it, it's people are almost looking for, well, is this right or wrong? Um, yeah. and there is no right or wrong you know there isn't like and as you know yourself there's no right or wrong there's only your way of doing something like and yeah a lot of people would think that about the, the life coaching that we tell people what to do and I suppose they don't see it as it's more present and future based so yeah. it's kind of if, if you're stuck it's moving you forward for something whereas counseling is more let's say past based uh, you know for a trauma to help somebody move forward from them and often the two of them kind of go hand in hand as well sometimes 
clients yeah. will kind of say, okay, maybe I need to go and explore this a bit further, like, and yeah, which can be brilliant as well. Like, even for somebody just to discover that yeah. in a coaching session, that's pretty amazing. Like, so it is. You know. And and we know that like we're multi-dimensional, multi-layered, and we need many different therapists. And I suppose that's why we're all drawn to different areas. And even for us as practitioners to be able to say, oh yeah, you need to go to a counselor or talk therapy, or you need to go to Ashley or to Margaret or to Julie or mm. to you know, that we don't have that fear, Ashley, and that's the beautiful way in how we have connected. We don't have that fear of saying, oh, yeah, yeah, you're my client now and that's it. It's like whatever is best for you is best for me. That's what I feel myself saying to people more and more, that if it's best for you to come to me and we can help or best for you to go to Ashley and she can help and open up that space and allow that energy to flow and be it in conversation or tasks or 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 the energy that that's what's best for us as practitioners is what's best for the client. And I think that's why it's important for our network to be able to share that and send people in the right direction because people don't know where to go or what to do with themselves either. Yeah, and that's totally true. And it's it's funny how you end up finding the right person for yourself as well. Like I ended up to you through Cathy. You know, it's, it's yeah. like almost like you, the... They find you sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, found with me like, anyway. I think the beautiful thing about the life coaching is, geez, if we all found the life coach that sat with us at the beginning, it would have made it a lot easier. But then we wouldn't have gone through all of these amazing different parts of our lives and areas. So we find we find you at the right time, as you just said, or the right teacher presents themselves or the right practitioner or the right client. They present themselves at the right time for us and I often find that clients often present um, stuff that I'm going through myself that I might be you know mulling away in the back of my mind or I've kind of oh, I'll leave that now for a while and then a client will sit in front of me and it's like oh my god that's exactly I need to focus I need to face that myself you know it could be a small aspect of it Ashley do you ever find that with your oh clients? yeah totally when I started training um, because we had to do a lot of pro bono work so and like for me, the life coaching just hacked me right open, Margaret. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. I felt I was going crazy at times. During module four, they actually called it the meltdown module. And I was definitely having a meltdown because it was like I was questioning everything in my life. I was questioning myself. I was my beliefs, like um, these beliefs and self-limiting thoughts I had put on myself, like and yeah. when so I was going through this and then when we'd be coaching we, we had to coach each other and then we had to work with people outside and, and every person that sat in front of me I was like going oh god this is what I'm going through right now. <laughs> like, so yeah and like and it is it all comes down to the same thing really it really does like it it's a lot just all, like everyone just wants to be happy but, yeah and just and not it's... knowing how to like exactly it's it's the direction we just need a little direction um and then we're off on, on the road again and and that's what i feel that people don't need to keep coming back over and over and over again it's like you just we're just stepping stones on their path on their journey and we're here to help and each stepping stone is different they may need to come back to us at a different stage or or as you said Ashley, and they may need a few sessions but it's them deciding on it and then they're free again they're not tied into anything and i think that's really important 
Ashling, what would be your one tip that you can share with our listeners today that they can um, try out for themselves from either a life coaching point of view or a recce point of view or a combo or, or what you feel that they may be able to try today if they wished? And it's something very simple, Margaret, and we keep, you know, you keep hearing it over and over again, like, but it's, it's um, just find that one thing in the day that makes you happy. Like, instead of getting up in the morning, and this was a major game changer for me, like, I I have to do this, I must do this, I should do this, I do, you know, it was like, oh, da, 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 da. and then it was like, when I brought it back on, I just sat with myself for a few minutes, what would I like to do today? I know there's the things we have to do, like, you know, the everyday stuff, but what would I, me, me, what would I like to do today? Yeah. And it's just, it can be something very simple, like going for a walk, or I just want to watch my favorite program. I, I want to read my book. I want a cup of coffee, sitting, hiding away from everyone, whatever that is. like. And it's amazing how, when you take that few minutes in the morning, just think to put yourself first, kind of little things follow on from that as well like uh, that's what I find I don't know what do you think Margaret so, and yeah, I agree and it changes your whole day how you look at things how you how you do things it changes the whole aspect of your day and I love that Ashley and I do it each morning myself I have a little picture by my bedside of me as a child when I was super happy and free at one stage in my childhood. And um, I had many stages like that, but this is one particular time. And I look at that, Margaret, every morning going, right, what are we going to do today for ourselves, for myself, um, to bring that part of me in? So I totally agree with you. Um, setting something in the morning and a daily practice is so important for two minutes or 20 minutes or two hours, whatever you can give but it's so important and having that gratitude and feeling happy, but feeling it, not just thinking it, actually feeling it in your entire being. Yeah, I love that. I love the idea of the picture of yourself when you're younger. That's really, really good. Because it's a really good one. I got that from somebody else. It's not my idea. Okay, I might have to <laughs> take out the pictures. Ashley, what gives you the fire in your belly to do all this work and, you know, to keep propelling forward and keep evolving? Oh, uh, I just love it, Margaret. I love the idea of being able to help somebody else because, you, you know, you've been through a lot of it yourself because you end up in this work, I think, because you've navigated through different situations and you're always you're always on a journey. Like, but, And the thought that you can just help somebody else, like, yeah, I, I love that. Like, uh, that it might make it a little bit easier because... I know for me, I always took the tough route and everything. <laughs> so I did. I always yeah. went the long way around. And yeah, it just to be able to help somebody, just like as I spoke about that lady that time when I, she came in two weeks later and I saw her and I was like, wow, that's just amazing that somebody, Different. yeah, that can, that she done that for herself. Yeah. She took the time to do that for herself. And I still meet her. I still meet her about and she still messages me and she's just a totally different mm-hmm. lady. So, yeah, I, I just I love that. I, Which I think. Is, and that's that's what actually, as you said, that's what actually makes us feel good in our work and keeps us going forward 
if you were to sit with your 18 year old self, Ashley, what, what would you say to, to Ashley now, you know, and, and as you said that you see these clients and these people and you're opening up this door for them to find their inner light. And you just did say, and we have a similar story in that way that we, we took the long route and the harder route, but then we learned a lot on that route and it meant well, and we wouldn't change a lot of it. Um, that what would you say to that? Or maybe there's another age bracket that you would rather sit with that, Ashley. What would you say to her to help her on her road? I'd say from 18 to probably mid-20s, I would have said, if I could go back now, definitely, I would say all the things that I thought mattered didn't matter. Yeah. And yeah. that definitely that you're perfect in every way and you don't need to conform to other people's standards or you this is what you think you should look like or yeah I would just tell her to just take it easy on herself because I was really really tough on myself and that was all the way up into my mid-20s and probably early 30s as well but it was like yeah just just relax because it doesn't matter the things I thought mattered didn't matter and yeah that's that's powerful it's powerful Ashley that you were perfect you are perfect but as you said we have these other uh, misconceptions that tell us that we should look a certain way and then we take that on board but yeah that is beautiful so I have a little trivia that I'm going to ask all my guests (laughs) what is your favorite season Oh, autumn, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Why? Yeah. I love the colours. I love, like, you know, when it kind of starts those really early mornings, you know, when the dew and foggy and kind of starting yeah. to freeze a little. I, I just, I've always loved autumn. It's been my time now. So. Beautiful. And it's it's like hibernation as well and those soothing foods and soups and stews. I love it. Yeah, it's so, I, I just find it so peaceful. So I do. And I love summer as well. Don't get me wrong. I love them, but with something, yeah. something about autumn, it is magic. Ashley, is there any book, it could be from childhood, it could be from yesterday, that you feel is your favourite book and just gives you, it doesn't even have to be about our work, it may be, um, but is there any book that would be top of your list that you're like, oh, I just love that? Uh, actually, the one I really stands out, because I suppose it's not that long ago, is Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell. Uh, I read it during the last lockdown, um, but it was actually audio. I listened to it twice Brilliant. and I actually bought the book. And you know, when you have one of those books, I was actually walking one day and I stopped dead in the middle of the road going, oh my God, wow, wow. So yeah, that, that would be this year. Yeah, That'll, yeah, that would be the one that stands out the most. So That'll have to go on the list for <laughs> sure. And at the moment, what would be your most cherished item? Okay, when when I saw the list of questions, I really struggled with this, Margaret, because I I've really realised over the last couple of years I don't have any attachment to material things. I can see it more and more. But then when I thought about it, and I opened the boot to put something in, I saw my hiking boots. I was like, my hiking boots. <laughs> I <saw my> <laughs> love it. And music. I can't live without music. I, I just music will be my go-to. Brilliant. Well, do you know, Ashley, from our conversation, if you were to ask me what would Ashley say is her most cherished item or um, cherished thing, I would have said yourself. And that's just from the conversation of looking at when you were 18 uh, to the 20s, how you felt. And and here you said at the beginning that you're like, oh, geez, I didn't know what I didn't know what to say or what would I say? Mm-hmm. 
I would have said it's you it's you you're perfect in every way um and now you're cherishing yourself so that's something else to think about (laughs) yeah and I didn't and you know something as you say that because yeah I it that uh, yeah actually yeah but sometimes you know for me um it, it's my father's watch uh you know yes people and that but just from our conversation like we didn't um the only thing we prepared is an idea of what we would cover but like I never know what's going to come up when people are chatting to me but just from the conversation I just feel oh my god you're your most cherished Peace. I won't call you an item. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, is there anything that I should have asked you that I didn't know enough to ask that you would like to share with our listeners? Um, oh. You know, I suppose it goes back to what I said. Um, and people find this hard to understand. But no matter what we are and what we're doing in any given situation, if we just accept and acceptance is happiness because in any given moment, once you're present, you know, you are happy because you're in that mm-hmm. moment. And that is really something that I have really, really worked on in the last in the last couple of years. And I, we don't get it right all the time, but it's just be present with yourself and and just you know find that happiness, you know. And beautiful. And it's it's powerful in the simplicity. But we know it can be difficult to do. So it's that little bit every day, as you said, just doing that little bit each and every day. Yeah. Ashley, how can our listeners connect with you? What like have you a website, social media? Um, how can they connect with you? Yeah, I don't actually have a website at the moment, but you can find me on Facebook, uh, Unlock Your Life Coaching, and on Instagram again, Unlock Your Life Coaching. You can find me there. I haven't been as active now in the last. Uh, while but it's something I want to get back into um, Perfect. so I only really got into social media in January yeah. so it's all new <laughs> so it's all learning well, it's, it's all good so it's unlock your light coaching on- yeah it's all one word as well, yeah perfect and that's on Facebook and Instagram so Ashling, have you anything you'd like to ask me I don't but I do want to thank really? you Margaret for everything because like, we connected I think it's about two years ago maybe yeah yeah and again I was I was I was led to you I'd like to say but yeah thank you for everything that you do and what you put out there as well in your podcast I I, I have been glued to them they're amazing so just thank, thank, you, thank you for everything and thank you for asking me to come on as well like I actually feel really oh. privileged I was like oh wow the podcast <laughs> you're very you're very welcome I'm blushing so you're very welcome thank you thank you I feel so blessed and honored to be able to to do this and just to share our work and and if we can pass on anything to people that are listening to help them in their day or in their lives or unlock uh, you know your light as your your business says then that's fantastic and it's the thing that we hold the key like and that's the whole I, I yeah. got the concept we hold the key to unlock it ourselves like you know we don't yeah. need anybody to tell us what to do we don't need a book these can all help us, but we have the answers and that's it, just yeah. finding the answers and we can do it. Like, I mean, yeah, it's really yeah, it's brilliant. Ashleen, as with all my guests, my final question to you is what does health and happiness mean to you? Health and happiness. Right. Um, to me, it's peace of mind and just doing what I, what I want to do and just being present. And that's, 
something I really found that is just and I know as I said it, you know it can be difficult for people but for me at the minute it it is it's that simple that's what happiness is to me getting out for into nature doing what I want to do and lockdown has really helped me with that like it's been really positive for me it's given me more time to do what I want to do brilliant Ashling, thank you so very much for joining me today on our Healthy Roots with Amethyst Health podcast. And it's the conversation series. And I look forward to chatting to you very soon again. Margaret, thank you so much. And sending love and light to all your listeners and everyone. I hope you have an amazing day. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, mm-hmm. Ashling. Chat soon. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you for joining me on our Healthy Roots with Amethyst Health conversation series. I'd like to thank Ashling from the bottom of my heart for joining us today with an open heart and sharing her wisdom and knowledge and enjoying the laughs with us. I look forward to connecting with you on my next episode. Thank you so much for sharing, liking, commenting and even rating my podcast. I really appreciate it. If there's a topic you'd like me to cover, please do let me know. To find out more about me and what I offer here at Amethyst Health, pop over to my webpage amethysthealth.ie. Health and happiness!